there's a massive like global amalgamation of of sounds. Welcome again to In Transit, a podcast series dedicated to the fast-rising potential of East Africa's cultural scene. Last time, we took a closer look at how the sonic landscape of East Africa developed through its golden years. This week, we'll be talking through where the region currently is, focusing on Nairobi, Kenya. This bustling metropolis is home to arguably the most active and diverse sonic palette in East Africa right now. This week, we're joined by Monica Kamoli Savan, founder of Tangaza. As the mind behind this platform, there's fewer people watching the scene's raw potential more closely than she is. This is what she had to say concerning the various genres currently active in Nairobi, the traditions and cultures that they are built on, and the foreign genres they borrow from. When it comes to genre in Nairobi, I always find that interesting to talk about just because a lot of the music that has been made and is being made um, is a fusion of different sounds, both local and international. So I feel like there's always been an element of genrelessness um, because just looking at the history of of Nairobi, it's always been a metropolitan city. So there's been lots of influences from the rest of the world coming in. And then just looking at Kenya generally, you know, there's 43 different ethnic groups and Nairobi has always been like the urban center. So people coming from all these regions to Nairobi, obviously bring their cultures and their sounds with them. So it's like a melting pot, a hodgepodge of, of culture. And the music has always reflected that, I feel, in like some of its genrelessness. Although, of course, there are some genres that are distinct that have come out of, you know, Nairobi or have been Nairobianized, if I can use that as a word, and so have a heavy like Nairobi element to them that have made them popular here, even though they may have come from outside. So you have like Shrap, for example, which is one of the newer genres, which is a fusion of trap music and sheng. And sheng is urban slang that um, is popularized in Nairobi. It borrows from English and Kiswahili. And trap is like associated with like middle class, low classes. And in terms of like its narrative, the stories that are being told, it's not something that your upper class rich kid is going to necessarily like personally identify with, even though they can partake in you know the music the yeah, genre. Yeah, but it's yeah. like the narrative of like Grammy in the UK, what hip hop is in the US before it became like super commercialized. You know stories that are about the average everyday young person being in a country whose economy isn't doing that great, whose political system is horrendous, whose you know youth unemployment rate is so high and just these general like gripes and, and, and struggles. Um, the audience that it appeals to, youth who are kind of living that. And then you have Benga, a fusion of Congolese rumba and Ghanaian high life, but then the way it's distinct to Kenya is the use of a Luo traditional instrument called um, Anyatiti, and that is what gives Benga its life. When I think of audience that would prescribe to that sound, I think of like old heads, you know, your uncles, your aunties. But like, as I said, it's being reinvented. There's like this really cool group called Bengatronics that are kind of taking Benga, but then infusing like electronic sounds to it, sounding more modern and so it can appeal to a, a younger audience, younger contemporary audience. And then you have Afrofusion, 
traditional African rhythms and sounds mixed with contemporary music like pop, rock, jazz, you know, what have you. You know, it's called Afrofusion, so obviously it's present across the continent, but the way in which it's made distinct in Kenya and Nairobi is artists making this music, be singing in local languages and alternating with English. So like you'll have Kiswahili, Luo, um, Kikuyu, this, that, and the other. And then I'd say Afrofusion is kind of like our folk music, uh, just cause it's very rooted in like griot narrative traditions and a lot of the narratives are about family and village life or you know promoting pan-africanism and and black consciousness audience that would prescribe to to afrovision more so like old heads people an older generation but then again the genre is fluid so i guess anyone who's into folk music would be into that and then another genre would be new nairobi Simply put, that's like Nairobi's alternative slash indie scene, but it's more of a culture than a genre because what it was is just artists who were making music that was alternative to the mainstream and music that was being criticized as not being Kenyan enough, traditional enough, just because, you know, the influences were sounds like hip hop, rock, jazz, alternative R&B, techno, a lot of like quote unquote Western sounds. And this has everything to do with like the internet age and, you know, platforms like SoundCloud opening up people to being exposed to lots of different, you know, sounds. Artists taking a lot of influence from a lot of different genres, putting that together and adding their own twist on it. And it's very characterized by like this DIY element and a lot of the people who operate within the scene pull resources and come together and create new methods of making music, create new sounds. And yeah, it's like a really cool, eclectic um, culture. Given how eclectic the sonic melting pot is, I was under the impression that Kenya's music probably had more continental and international appeal than, say, Uganda's music. So why hasn't that happened? And to the deserving degree. And if it is going to happen, which genres in Kenya stand the best chance at international success? Monica's perspective shifts the thinking on the whole notion of crossing over, a lot of which has more to do with demand and less with the supply. Any genre could become a crossover genre. I think it's really just dependent on the number of people from the country producing that particular genre who are present in a foreign territory. What I mean by that is if you look at, for example, the popularity of Afrobeats in the UK, you have a large population of Nigerians in the UK. And so they were listening to Afrobeats music from Nigeria. That's how it crossed over into there. And because of how many they are, it expanded beyond the Nigerian community. It, um, became popular just like across a country generally and if you look at like latin american music in the u.s there's a large population of people in the u.s who have like latino uh descent and so it makes sense because again you have people from that culture consuming that music in a foreign territory and because there's a large number of them there's a market for that music in that foreign territory and thus it becomes popular. Like me, my 
Full Condition is an annual compilation album presented by Tangaza magazine, showcasing the sonic diversity of rising East African musicians. The song playing now is called Air Castle by Ugandan artist Mwami. If you like what you hear, you can listen to the rest of the album at tangazamagazine.com or by searching Full Full Condition on any of the major streaming platforms. I think generally also, just with the internet age, the world has become a lot more open to new and interesting sounds. People, I feel, are looking for the next unique sound, which I think is advantageous for previously overlooked or currently overlooked music markets. And then, honestly, because in Nairobi, as I said before, a lot of the artists making music are making music that's a fusion of a lot of different genres and sounds. Yeah, so you have Afrofusion, which is like a fusion of African rhythms with contemporary, you know, music with pop, jazz, rock, what have you. And so anywhere in the world, really, where pop, rock, jazz is popular, I feel that Afrofusion artists could cross over into there. If you're looking at like trap, it's a fusion of trap music and with Shang. Um, so again, anywhere in the world where trap, where hip hop is popular, I feel that trap could cross over. And then if you're looking at like Nunarobi again, for example, because artists within that culture are making music that's a fusion again of like hip hop, R&B, electronic music, funk, jazz, and then adding their own like influences from home into it. Again, anywhere else in the world where those genres are popular, I feel Nairobi artists could like plug themselves in and cross over into, into there. I mean, personally, I think that's where artists from Nairobi have like a unique footing just because a lot of them are making this music that's very genre fluid and can be plugged in into these various music markets but then I mean again maybe that's why it's also difficult for it to cross over just because a lot of these genres that are being fused together already exist so it's not essentially anything that is new quote-unquote if you get what I mean. While the rest of the world might not yet be ready for what East Africa is bringing to the table, East Africa is certainly more than welcoming of a spectrum of international sounds. I asked Monica which foreign genres of music have a presence in Nairobi. These are her thoughts. In terms of what foreign genres have audience in Nairobi, firstly I'd say anything that is being proliferated by Western media, anything that has been proliferated by Western media. Nairobi's always been like a very metropolitan city and super tapped into what's going on in the rest of the world. Like a lot of us grew up watching MTV, Channel O, Trace. So there's always been an avenue for outside genres to be heard. And then with the internet age, that just like opened up everything as well. So hip hop has always been massive. You have people who are super into R&B, really big electronic music scene in Nairobi. Um, reggae is also massive as well. Um, I've been talking, talking to people lately who, you know, are like, oh yeah, we've been listening to like grime. So that's moving in a lot of like UK music is beginning to become popular. And I'd also say off of that, it's just Nairobi following with global music trends or when a genre like is put in the limelight on a global scale that also reaches Nairobi. Looking at genres like closer to home, so Afrobeats is massive. Um, Bongo Flavor, which is a genre coming out of Tanzania, is also massive. There's a massive like global amalgamation of of sounds 
that are present in Nairobi I feel like you would honestly find a group of people who are listening to you know whatever genre you'll think of thanks again for joining us this has been another episode of In Transit reach out to us on all platforms at Tangaza Magazine and feel free to check out the website for everything you need to know on East Africa's cultural scene Condition is an annual compilation album presented by Tangaza Magazine, showcasing the sonic diversity of rising East African musicians. The song playing now is called Body by Ugandan singer C. If you like what you hear, you can listen to the rest of the album at tangazamagazine.com or by searching Full Full Condition on any of the major streaming platforms. This is a GB Mystical production.